The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Yes, it is. It's time to get in the ring here on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. I have two guests with me. One normal, one not so normal. Introduce yourself, Mike and Greg. <laughs> well, I am Beast Mike, as you guys know. Uh, obviously, been here with GITR for a while now. Uh, things are going pretty good up here. And we're all kind of getting ready for... Penn State versus Maryland on Friday here at Penn State's main campus. And Greg? It's your boy, Maserati. Uh, you probably see me write some articles from uh, Keeping It Strong Style on the Social Suplex website. Uh, that's pretty much it for me. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot to get into. We have a lot to preview. We have a lot to review. Um, um, we got... We got some, we got Destruction and Kobe. We got Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and um, 12.5 Live. Um, we got the Fighting Spirit Unleashed shows that are happening this weekend. Um, in, in Lowell. In Lowell, New York, and Philadelphia, re- re- respectively, and I have a ticket to the Philadelphia show. So, okay. live experience next week to add to all the other shit that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, so, where do you want to begin, guys? It's, it's our shit, but... Well, I don't know. I don't really have a preference. You, Greg, do you have a preference? No, not really. I'll just jump in whenever I have anything of value to add. Uh, let's go to the destruct. Let's go into all the New Japan stuff here. First, it's their third destruction show in Kobe that happened in um on um the twenty third of September here. Um, so we had Yuji Nagata, Yuri Yamura, and Yocha Suji defeat Minabu Nakanishi, Alex Coughlin, and Michael Richards via submission. Um, Yocha Suji gets the crab onto Coughlin for the win. Solid opener here. It's a pretty decent match. Clark Connors defeats Renorita um, in a good hard-hitting match. I would say three stars. I'd say that's fair. I mean, it's it's pretty interesting with, with the uh, L.A. guys. They're they're consistently beating a lot of the New Japan uh, Young Lions, and it's, it's an interesting story that, you know, with their long-term booking, like, it's going to come back, and we're going to get some kind of redemption story with Ren and uh, Umino coming up. I think. 
Shooter Yumino and call Fredericks Razzle for the uh for the uh Young Lions Cup championship here. Carl Fredericks defeats Shooter Yumino and man Carl Fredericks looks like a star so does Shooter. He does, but I'll tell you, I, I was following uh, Jeremy on, uh, on, on Twitter, and when I saw the first spoilers for the uh, first couple matches, that's kind of what, uh, and we were talking about this on Skype earlier, like I was kind of fatigued, and I was kind of, I, I was kind of uh, not following everything as, as much as I used to, just because of all, of all the spoilers I've seen in New Japan, I, and it's so hard to, to, to dodge spoilers if you're on Instagram or Reddit or anything. Um, when I saw Umino lost his opening match, I was kind of take. I, I kind of lost all interest in it. <laughs> I was so devastated. And then when I saw the ending to this, I was more upset than I than you know most people would be for a Young Lions match. But you get you get so invested in these guys, and you know when he, with Shooter, you know working with Moxley, you, you're thinking, you know he's here. Here's his moment. He's gonna he's gonna win the whole thing, and then. We saw the outcome. It's Carl Fredericks, and man, Carl Fredericks is so good too. <laughs> it's ridiculous. These young lions are so good, and you and they actually make you get invested in them. Now we had a nothing match between Makabe, Hanwen, Hanare versus Battle Aquila, Yujiro, and Chase Owens. Bullet Club wins that one. Not good. I don't even remember that match. Um, it it was a slow pace. Um, package power driver wins it. Um, did he did he pin Hanare? Uh, with the package, because he's yeah, been for like the last couple like month or so. It's been Chase. He's been just killing Hanare like every match. It's the same finish. Package pile driver. Package pile driver. I don't know where it's going. Yeah. Then we had Hiroshi Tanahashi, Jushin Liger, Tiger Mask, and Rocky Romero versus Zack Sabre Jr., Minoru Suzuki, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, and Dookie! Dookie is back! Yay. <laughs> um, it's actually pronounced Doki, but it looks like Dookie. But Kishin Liger! Holy crap! Liger takes off the mask. He has the face paint on, and and Miss and Miss Suzuki, and almost reamed them with a spike. This was a great angle. Did you see the post-fight commentary? No, I didn't. What At happened? the end, they they just go back, and it's Minoru Suzuki. He's like, he's like laughing on the ground. And then they have, it's kind of weird, they have Liger come out, and he just runs and hits him with a knee, and then he just leaves. And then Suzuki's still on the ground laughing, but, like, he can, he's covered in... That's pretty yeah, good. He's covered in all the black mist still. It looks like tar. And I, it, it kind of seemed weird at first, because I thought, like, uh, Liger would keep kicking the shit out of him <laughs> for the rest of the, uh, the, uh, the backstage interview, but he just keeps going. He just leaves. It was it was kind of strange, but uh, Minoru kind of like made the segment. I like that. I like that. Yeah. That's good psychology there. I'm with. I'm with it. Like he's out of breath, and he he sounds like he's gotten the shit kicked out of him. 
he's he can barely he's like crawling but he's laughing he's just he, he just shows like the psycho side of you know how much of a sadist he is and maybe possibly a masochist <laughs> that's amazing that's amazing i gotta watch that um that's good yoshihashi will osprey showing yo versus kenta Tamatanga, Tangaloa, Taiji Ishimori, and El Fantasmo, the Chaos team would win. Thoughts on this? I think Kenta is possibly, possibly the best heel in New Japan because everyone hates him so much. And it's just the perfect role for him. I've, I've kind of always hated him, even in NXT. And now he's a heel, mm. and I genuinely love hating him. Like just hating I just can't stand him and being able to like boo him and just he gets such he gets possibly perfect heel heat in my opinion I think he's more hateable than Jay White yeah I think Kenta has that hateable thing about him and it's really working right now and I can't even articulate why I don't like him I just (laughs) I see him and I hate him Is, is it the face. style? Is is he a little bit more cocky than, than he? Is he a little more cocky than you want? I I think it's for me. The... I I hated his push in NXT. It was so vanilla. It was so yeah, bland. Yeah, I agree. And I just and ever since then, it's like, what's the big deal with this guy? Because there's so many other guys that can do the same stuff. Like when he came in, I, I uh, Shibata was before I came into New Japan, but I've seen enough of his matches. That I think, okay, well, there's a guy that already did this. Or there's guys that already okay. can do a lot of this. So it's like, what's special about this guy? He's so boring. But when he became a heel, I was like, oh, when he was doing all his heel antics in G1, he was just pissing off mm-hmm. the crowd. I was like, I was like, okay, this guy's supposed to be a heel. Yeah. I'm not supposed to like him. It's perfect. In I think what killed him in NXT was all the look at he, he was gonna be built up to be like one of the next one of the top guys. And then yeah. see it, so all the injuries came down. And then once the injuries came down, it was just like, oh, like, like he's, he's got no shot. Well, he was leading to a feud with, because uh, him and Finn were coming up at the same time that they were right. doing the tag team thing for that Dusty right. tournament. And it was leading to them fighting each other, just like Samoa and uh, Nakamura was going to go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he got injured. And then he came back and it's like, oh, he's still, he's still around. He's still a good guy. But now he's angry. And it's, it's like, I don't care. Yeah, it's it. I, I I think this heel persona is really good for him. And then we had Kazuchika Okada, Kota Ibushi, and Robbie Eagles versus Sonata Evil and Bushi. Lij team would win there. Thoughts on this? Oof, <laughs> I might have slept through this one. <laughs> I thought it's ha- pretty good. Te- Pretty good team here between the Bushi, Okada, and Eagles. When it comes to like tag teams, and if it's Sonata and Evil, or if it's God, I'm just so burnt out. Especially when they're against each other, I I just need Sonata and Evil to be in different matches, and that's just me. Yeah, I'm tired, that, of, I'm tired okay. of seeing it. This was pretty good though. This 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 um. Serves as more build for Okada, Sonata, and Evil Babushi at KOPW, which we'll get to the card in a minute. But it was fun. Hiroki Goto and Shingo 
This was amazing. Perfect. perfect. Just two men grunting, beating the shit out of each other, and doing manly things. Just give me Shingo versus anybody. Anytime. Mm. His Made in Japan, I love it. I love his pumping bomber. Uh, everything's great. The only thing I didn't like was the finish. Yeah, Goto has to get his win back. His finish compared to Shingo's isn't... Shingo is one of my favorite wrestlers to... He's been one of my... I gotta check this match out, too. But he's definitely been one of my favorites to watch this year. Just because of his physical style. Yeah, he's got a lot of speed to his game. Yeah, he can bump off those ropes. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... Shingo has that perfect... Display of power and speed. It's like a train coming at people. Like you just you need to get out of the way or you're gonna get just run over. It's great. And then Jay White defeats Tetsuya Naito. This was more of a character building match. It was a bit lethargic at the time, maybe a little too long, but but it was very good. I skipped this one too. I just, I just don't care about this feud, and I like Jay White a lot. And but I just predicted he was going to take the belt, and I was just, to me, I, I figured, okay, let's just get it over with. Get the belt off Naito. Do whatever you're going to do with him, but figure it out. <laughs> yeah, it was a good match. It wasn't like a bad match. The finish was pretty good. Um, um, the Destino got countered, they worked into more counters, and then the white hit the Blade Runner. I would give it three and a half. It's nothing you must watch. I uh, think it opens up great opportunities, though, for Jay White as the IC holder, uh, holder of the Intercontinental title. It, there's so many new storylines they can do now, and they have him outside the heavyweight picture, and now Naito's free from the belt because he's been trapped with that belt and kind of not doing much. Yeah. Let's get to the cards for the uh, Fighting Spirit Unleashed and the uh, King of Pro Wrestling cards here. Um, the, the first one's in Lowell, Massachusetts on Friday, September 27th. We got Carl Fredericks versus Alex Coughlin. Um, Renderita versus Lance Archer. The return of Mikey Nichols. Is everybody excited for that? (sighs) (laughs) He tried to put it on. He really did. I did. (laughs) Mikey Nichols and Juice Robinson versus Clark Connors and TJP. I like TJP. I do like TJP, though. I agree there. Rock and Roll Express versus Chase Owens and Jado, everybody. Don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand, like, how, like, the Rock and Roll Express are going to interact with these New Japan guys, but by God, I love it. I, I freaking love it because they can still go. I thought it was a joke when someone mentioned it in the group chat. I I, I legitimately thought it was just a, a, you know, a joke, but it's it's happening. Yeah. The... Bushi and Chingo Takaki versus the team of Red Bull. 
Amazing Ooh. Red and Tony Arishi. Oh, man. Nice. Sign me up. That should, that that should be right cool. Um, I, I saw somebody mention that in the Suplex chat. I was like, I'm stealing that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's actually a really good name for that team. Red Bull. That's awesome, oh, the Nash. marketing. They, that's what I'm saying. The marketing they could do with that if they, if, if they if it actually works out. <laughs> then we have Rockstar, Yoshihashi, and Goto versus Kenta, Jay White, and Gato. I would watch that. That sounds good. That's got enough moving pieces. Um, your least favorite tag team, Tangalo and Tamatanga versus. Showing Young, this should be pretty good. So. I hate that I feel that way too because I love G. I like the GOD is like one of the things that got me into New Japan because I loved Bullet Club, but their feuds, like I think it was Wrestle Kingdom last year, they were just randomly thrown into a match. I think it was Wrestle Kingdom with, with uh, it's not an evil, it was one of the, the bigger shows, and, and they were just thrown at them. And I, at that point, I, I was so sick of both teams. But I'll check this out. Cole and Sonata are teaming on this show with Tetsuya Naito versus Hiroshi Tanahashi, Koto Ibushi, and Kazuchika Okada, your six biggest stars. I'll watch it. Sounds great. <laughs> the New York show will be shown live on New Japan World. First, we have Ren Narita versus TJP. That should be good. Carl Fredericks versus Lance Archer. That should be awesome. Mikey Do you think he'll still use his Iron Claw? His, uh, yeah. everyone dies? Everyone's gonna die, including Carl Fredericks, I think. Mikey Nichols and Drew Robinson. Mikey Nichols is gonna get a win over Alex Coughlin and uh, Clark Connors. Anyone care? I kind of hope he loses to one of them. I think that'd be great. Mm. Show and Rocky Romero versus Jado Tangelo and Tamatanga. They're pushing that feud again. Uh, they're going to eventually have Sho and Yo go against uh, G.O.D., which actually should be really good because at least it's a finally... A, there's, like, no tag teams in New Japan right now in the, in the heavyweight uh, side, so they got to throw the uh, juniors at them. Right. But right. should still be good. Um, the And the... Straight two on two tagging goal is for the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championships, by the way. Oh, wow. So, Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson and Hiroshi Tanahashi, what do they talk about? Any guesses? I got nothing. Uh, versus Bushi, Shingo, Takagi, and Tetsuya Naito. I I have to watch this out of morbid curiosity. I need to see what's going to happen. Because <laughs> LIJ, LIJ is just so fast. I don't know if they're going to be able to keep up. And Hiroshi's been so banged up. Yeah. Amazing Red and Tomo Hirishi reunite and with Hiroki Goto versus Jay White, Chase Owens, and Gato. You know Gato's getting killed with something. Yeah. Now we have a never-open-weight championship match. Mm. Yoshihashi should never even sniff gold. So this is going to be like the bizarro world where I actually root for Kenta. This is the bizarro 
world where you root for Kendall because Yoshihashi, <laughs> as Damon McDonald would say, is a bag of socks. Basically. He's garbage. He's a bag of socks. And then we have Kota Ibushi and Kazuchika Okada versus Evil and Sonata. I don't, I don't know if I can get behind this Ibushi Evil feud. I mean, it's going to be a good match, but it's just not much there besides him going for the contract. And I don't know. More excited for Sonata and Okada. That should be amazing. Yeah. And their first few matches have been amazing too. Yeah. Um, the matches in Philadelphia, this is a 5 p.m. start time. Um, so, first match is Rocky Romero versus Clark Connors. Okay. Mikey Nichols versus Carl Fredericks. Oof. At least Carl Fredericks will be good. Yeah. Alex versus but... Lance Archer. Okay. Solid opener. <laughs> no, it's at the, the, the BN, Center or 2300 Arena? 2300 Arena. This is at 2300 Arena. The uh, New York shows at Hammerstein and Lowell's at the Lowell Municipal Auditorium. I believe that's what it's called. That's 2300, okay. Lowell Memorial Auditorium, not Municipal. Um, I got my M words missed. Mm. Matt- up. Um, Renderita versus Amazing Red. That should be awesome. Wow. Sign me up. Then we have Shoyo and Juice Robinson versus Tetsuya Naito, Sonata, and Shingo. Oh, that sounds good. I want to see that. Shingo, I mean, Bushi and Evil versus TJP and Kota Bushi. Oof. Now, this is a good card right here. Those are some amazing matches. And then a seven no time limit special elimination match. Twelve men elimination. Robert Gibson, Ricky Morton. That does sound like a good match. Um, Yoshihashi, Tomoyori Ishii, Hiroki Goto, Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Bullet Club of Kenta, Jay White. Tango O, Tama Tanga, Chase Owens, and Gato. Hmm. It could be good. New Japan sometimes struggles with more of the uh, off-base kind of matches, like eliminations. And I, I remember when Jericho was fighting, uh, oh, I think it was Kenny. Yeah, a good show and, to go to. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good. I think it's going to be good. Then we have King of Pro Wrestling coming up on October the 14th. Thank God it's not next week. Ugh. We have Shoyo and Raisuke Taguchi versus Doki. Mm. How did Doki get back on this fucking roster? It must have impressed somebody. Yoshinobu Kanemaru and El Desperado. El Desperado is coming back. He's actually my favorite in, well... Before they got Zack Sabre Jr., he was my favorite in Suzuki Goon. <laughs> now he's my second favorite. 20th anniversary match number four. Tomoaki Hama and Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Toki Makabe and Toriyana. 
it's going to be a comedy match, but it'll be funny. It'll be fun. It'll be short. Yeah. Then we have the third match here of Bushi, Shingo, and Tetsuya Naito versus Taichi, Lance Archer, and Zack Sabre Jr. So the question with this match is, what stories are they setting up with Naito? Because he's going to be fresh. He has nothing going on. No belt. They're moving on. So is he is he feuding with ZSJ? Yeah, that that's going to be interesting. Um, Yoshihashi, Tomohiro Ishii, and Hiroki Goto versus Kenta, Yujiro, and Jeff White. You know what? They'll probably have Goto feud with Kenta now. That's probably what they'll do with that. Since he just has that win over Shingo. Uh, I'm not sure what Jay's going to do, though. Then we I guess have... Special singles match, Jushin Thunder Liger versus Minoru Suzuki. Here we go. Here we fucking go. Yeah, they've been building up this feud all year. There going to be a spike? <laughs> what? Is there going to be a spike this time? Hopefully. Or, or Minoru Suzuki's going to do some sadistic things, and hopefully Liger does some sadistic things back. Then we have Will Ospreay versus El Phantasma. What are your thoughts on El Phantasma? Love him. The best. I love all his... In the Super J Cup, he was giving people titty twisters. And then in... I don't know. <laughs> did you guys see the Super J Cup? Yeah, I saw I saw the Will Ospreay red match, which I meant to mention on this show. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw most of the matches. They were... I skipped some of the matches of some of the guys that I didn't recognize, but he had an amazing tournament. So did Will. So did Robbie. It was it was really good. Uh, he in, in the final match, he was busting out like a. He tried to do a Styles Clash. He he started doing every. He started doing all the Bullet Club like former members finishers. He even tried to go for the one winged angel, and he was getting like booze. <laughs> <laughs> what a troll! Nice what a troll. Then we have John Moxley versus Juice Robinson. This, this is a no DQ match. Oh, here we go. Yeah, I think he said that in his um, at the end of the G one. He said he would give him a rematch, but it had to be no DQ because he didn't mm. want him to to get out. Because in the final match they had, he was getting away with. Uh, he thought the ref said he tapped. He just didn't want any uh, shenanigans or any rules to save okay. Juice. So this should be very interesting, and it's very story based. So we'll see w- what happens with this. The IWGP Money in the Bank Electric Boogaloo match. The rights holder, Kota Ibushi versus Evil. I don't see Evil winning that. And no. as much as I, I just don't see it. No. I got to think they're building up, but they're just going to keep Ibushi strong. Mm-hmm. What do you think they're doing at WrestleMania? Do you think they're going for the tournament? What do you mean? Do you think they're going for the tournament, like the IC, and the, are, are they going to do a unification match on the second night? Um, I don't think so. I think they're going to keep those belts separate. Uh, I think they have too many wrestlers they actually have to keep apart for a while. Right. Um, they could do it. I, I just think right now they use the belts to kind of put wrestlers in different lanes. And I think it helps them to set better stories and keep uh, 
keep long keep longer feuds going that way instead of people jumping in and out right um and then we have Kazuchika Okada versus Sonata. Now, I actually need Sonata to win this so that I don't look stupid anymore in group chat. Because mm-hmm. I claim Sonata would get that title. But if he doesn't, I never said anything like that. <laughs> in the social suplex, all of this is. <laughs> Mike, you, now you have the floor with W... W-E. So WWE. That makes me groan. That, that probably makes Gregory groan. Mm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not a fan. There's some stuff in WWE that's very sketchy, and then there's some stuff in WWE that's really good. So WWE has really been building towards two things. The launch of – well, really three things. The launch of SmackDown on Fox coming next Friday. The WWE, the draft that will be coming on that night and the Raw after, and Hell in a Cell, which will be coming pretty much all within a, a want to say a nine night span, and then and then probably Survivor Series, right? Uh, they'll blow up the brand split again. Yeah, which is why they're doing which is why they're doing the draft, and we can get rid of of the shenanigans that is the wild card thing. So the draft is happening, so the wild card garbage can go away, which which is good for everybody because nobody liked the wild card rule. Let's start with Raw, and Raw got off to a nice start with the uh, with the Viking Raiders beating the OC and Gallows and Anderson. Solid, solid. A few weeks now, so I'm glad that they actually had a match and the Viking Raiders get it done. I want to see more of them, and and then kind of jump into the tag team situation. Another thing that happened, another major, I'll just probably stick to the major stuff on all through all the shows here. Uh, ALP doing another vignette. I, I laughed hysterically when they jumped Slater, and I forgot who the other one that they jumped in the in the back. I didn't even see who the other one was that got slaughtered by AOP, but I laughed hysterically as they just picked him out of random and, and rushed him. I'm all for ALP coming back. I, I like how they're building them, too, as you two massively big, tough dudes. So I'm all for AOP doing the thing. I'm, I'm a big AOP guy. Uh, obviously, they've been building towards The Fiend and Seth Rollins. I'll get to that in a little bit. The women's situation, good match between Nikki and Sasha. Good one-on-one. Nikki Cross is getting better in the ring. She, she's really starting to find her own since she's jumped onto the main roster. But ultimately, it's a little bit too much Sasha. Bank statement makes her tap, and Sasha gets it done. This leads to more brawling between Sasha and Becky as they can't keep their hands off each other. This continued on SmackDown. Get to that when we get to SmackDown. Corbin and Gable. And breaking news, D. Coops does not like Corbin. But Barry Corbin has some good fights. Or lock. <laughs> I had to praise him last week. It yeah. hurt every fiber and being. And he... Went back to suckage this week. Yeah, the King of the Ring final was better than this. This match was at least passable, but um, probably just passable. But it, but it was, uh, yeah, it wasn't that. It wasn't that great. They pretty much tried to re- replicate what happened last week and didn't quite do it. Though I understood the finish, and you know what? The crowd getting into it for Gable, I'm okay with that. The crowd kind of rallying around Gable as like they're waiting for a big spot. For Gable to beat Corbin so the crowd can go berserk. I just hope they don't wait too long to do it. 
But it seems like it's only a matter of time because it's like it's clear that they're pushing Gable to be like the next big guy. It's just a matter. I think it's just only a matter of time before Corbin, before Gable gets that signature win against Corbin and can move onward and upward. Let's see. The other other main thing that happened on Raw here was the five. What's it what? Number one contenders five right. way. Yeah, the number one contenders five way. I'll get to Rollins and Corbin, Rollins and um, Strowman at the end. But um, the five way with Shinsuke, Mustafa Ali. Well, not, not, not Mustafa. What am I saying? Shinsuke, Rude, Ricochet, AJ, and Rey Mysterio. This is productive. Is what? This was productive. Yes, it was. It really was. All five guys got to show their stuff. All five guys got to, got to show off their talents and abilities. We got some a uh, little bit of a dream scenario with Rey Mysterio and Ricochet involved, which which was nice. We got some throwback of AJ and uh, Shinsuke involved, which was solid. A little bit of TNA stuff with with Rude and with AJ involved, which I thought was nice. But ultimately, this came down to as everyone kind of hit their finishers pretty quickly. It came down to Rude and Mysterio. The crowd was getting was all all into it, and all for Rey Mysterio getting it done, and he did six one nine to splash. Mysterio's going to fight Seth Rollins next week for Universal Championship uh, on the what's going to be their season premiere. Not that they really have an ending of seasons, but that's what they're kind of billing it as their season premiere for Raw. The main event what is a, not to be brought... The finale that was. What a yeah. cliffhanger. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. I know. I know. You, you, you just got to throw in those. So the, the finale of the season, if you will, came with Strowman... And Seth Rollins, which I thought was fine. I was I would have been much better had Strowman won, but I get it. If you need to keep Rollins somewhat strong, you can't. You probably can't have him lose to Braun unless you're going to put Braun in the Hell in a Cell. Braun was about to finish the job, but then, and then the Fiend comes in. The Fiend attacks Strowman, and then comes after Seth. Mandible claws for everybody. Raw ends on a very eerie Bray Wyatt like. Doing his thing. I'm all for the Firefly Fun House. I need Bray to win the Universal Championship. I need Bray to win that match. It, it, otherwise, you kind of it kind of killing the buzz if Bray doesn't win. Yeah. You need Bray to win. You need Bray to win that. Yeah, I'm also, not a fan of Wyatt's wrestling style, so no. I'm going to do Bray Wyatt matches. But but hopefully this gimmick reinvigorates his life. And so far, it, it's it's certainly got a pulse of the fans with a lot of the fans. Well, a lot of, like, Yowie Wowie's become the chain of the year, so it's it's clearly doing something. They're doing something right with this. Just don't screw it up, Vince. Don't screw it up. Oh, what? They will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's only a matter of time, sadly. Okay, so we'll jump to SmackDown now. SmackDown was not bad. SmackDown did this thing, too. As if this is the last Tuesday edition of SmackDown before they jump to Friday. It's the last USA edition of SmackDown, too, before they jump to Fox. Brian and Rowan, good match to open the show. Good match to, to do their thing. Rowan dominated. Dana Bryan showed his stuff. It looked like Brian turned it back into a face, and this was the way to do it. Not bad, but a good match. A good match to start from start to finish. A little bit of in a minor interference from, from Harper, but really this was Rowan doing his thing, and this was a, a match for Rowan to shine and get it, and Dana Bryan doing what Dana Bryan does. Rowan gets the pin off, off, Iron, Claw, off of Iron Claws. It was like the Roman, Roman Reigns making the save. Leading to the, the obvious tag match that was coming at Hell in a Cell, which I'm actually looking forward to. I think it should be a good tag match. So I'm perfectly cool with it. Decent Kofi promo. That wasn't too bad. Uh, Gable squashing Canellis. Okay. 
Mike Canales has just been terrible. Uh, see here. He gets paid a half a million dollars a year. Hey, he ain't going nowhere, and I wouldn't go nowhere either. Hey, if I got a half a million dollars a year for 25 seconds worth of work every night, amen. Amen. Cool with you. And he goes home to Maria Canales? And he goes home to Maria? Come on, now. That's not a bad gig. That's not a bad gig for Mike Canales. I hate on him. Sasha and Bailey versus Charlotte and Carmella. It was all right. It was an all right match. This is this was in part about Bailey and Carmelo. That was a good mini subplot to the match. I thought that was good, and it was a good plot for Sasha to get the bank statement. That was some good counters. And ultimately, the counter that led to the bank statement. Carmelo taps out. Carmelo gets basically on the back of our truth. She's the twenty four seven champion now. Corey Graves is very happy about this, and. Basically, Truth runs away with Carmelo on his back to uh, to get Carmelo to safety from the women's roster. This leaves Charlotte alone with, with Becky and with, with Bailey and Sasha. You oh, already knew what was about to happen. The lineal twenty fourteen champion. What Carmelo? No, Sasha Banks. Since since Carmelo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Technically, that's true. Technically, that is true. I mean, linear, it's linear. Yeah, but no, it's, it's technically true. That is, that is technically a true statement. In any event, uh, Carmella exits stage right with our truth. Bailey and Sasha beat up on Charlotte for a little bit until Becky makes the save with, with exploders everywhere. This would kick up later on in the evening. I'll get to that later. Other stuff that happened good match between Mustafa Ali and Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke would hit the Sami Zayn with some more shenanigans because Sami Zayn. But uh, Shinsuke would intercept Ali with a Kinshasa as Zayn was chasing him. Uh, Zayn was being chased around the ring. Shinsuke gets it done. New Day destroys B-Team. We're just going to move on from that. Um, nice to see the Kabuki Warriors get a dub over Fire and Desire. I thought that was this was a, a pretty productive match. I like to see Kabuki Warriors get a shot at... Uh, Nikki and Alexa for the titles. I like to see them actually hold the titles as well. But we'll, we'll go catch everything as we get to it. Not a bad match. So the last male segment of the show was Owens and Shane in the ring. Shane with lawyers. Kevin Owens came through the crowd and they basically did it like this. Owens and Shane are going to fight in a ladder match at Hell in a Cell. There's going to be a briefcase above the ring. Oh, that was the first, first Friday Smackdown. Hmm. Okay, they, they built it for Hell in a Cell, but yeah, if they did it for SmackDown, so be it. Fine. But the, well, the rules are still the same. Owens wins, Shane's gone. We don't see Shane. Shane's gone from WWE. Owens loses, the lawsuit goes away, and Owens is gone and not to return. So, whether it's at Hell in a Cell or it's on the premiere of SmackDown next week, by all means, it's fine. It's cool. Uh, I think it's, a, it's just have do crazy random stuff, Shane and Kevin... Have this thing come to an, a, an end, it needs to come to an end. I think for all parties involved, it needs to end so they can both move on and do stuff. Let's kick it to 205. And 205, uh, it started with a little bit of uh, Gulak with a promo as he's going to be waiting to face Leo Rush down the road for the Cruiserweight Championship. I think that'll be a pretty solid match. Humberto Carrillo versus Angel Garza. I need to see more of this. I need to see more of these two. These two are really the flow and the chemistry together is is just 
Gross. I'm, I'm gross in a good way. I, I love all of this. I'm perfectly cool with it. Danny Burch debuts on 205 Live. I thought, that, I thought this was a nice change of pace. So Lorgan and Birch facing Misa and, uh, and Gulak. And it was Lorgan and Birch getting it done. They also won a match on NXT uh, tonight as well. So we might as well get that in, the, in there too. Parker and Martel. Um, that was a pretty good match. We and Dijakovic did their thing. Yes. Um, uh, which is becoming one of my favorite feuds of the year. Of, is Lee and Dijakovic. Uh, they, they don't have bad matches. They've had three, oh. and I, I, I'm going to probably binge-watch all of them in a row at some point soon. I love what they do. It's, it's the so PWG one. What's up? Including the PWG one that you fell in love with. I, I'm, ser- I'm serious. It, it's, they, they don't have bad matches together. It, it's excellent chemistry, and it's like they raise the bar every time they're in the ring together. So this time it's Lee who gets the pin. I can't believe, A... Two men that size were able to perfectly execute an Avalanche Canadian Destroyer. And B, <laughs> Lee was able to kick out of that. I flipped out with the Spanish fly they did in the second match. But the fact that the Canadian Destroyer, too, like, it's, it's just gross what, what they do together. It's absolutely – that's one of my favorite rivalries of the year, and it may be my favorite rivalry to get one more bank, one more classic out of it. I saw that incredible uh, Mexican Destroyer. That was the the opener, which I think was an excellent idea to open the show with it. I'm perfectly cool with it. Dakota Kai's back. And we saw some some people in the social uh, suplex chat uh, gush over Dakota Kai. I don't blame them. She's kind of cute. Including myself. Myself. (laughs) What's up? Including myself. I gushed over yeah, Dakota Kai. I've been a fan of Dakota Kai since the beginning. But, True. But, I like Dakota Kai. I, like, I like her flow. And then like Matt defeats Killian oh. Dane. An awesome yeah. streak. Your boy Matt Riddle, uh, obviously from the from the factory of monsters that we know that we all know of, and uh, gets it done against Killian. So now he's going to challenge Adam Cole. For the NXT Championship down the road, good win, good win from Matt Riddle. Probably Riddle's most important win so far at NXT. So uh, that's that's a good win for Riddle. I'm all for it. Rhea Ripley handled her business uh, against Caden Carter. Good stuff. It's looking like they're destined to have Rhea versus Shayna at some point in time. I'm all for that. Lurkin and Burks, as I told you, beat Everrise. They they put in work there. Solid win. Cameron Grimes as they're continuing to build him up. Uh, beat Roland Mendoza. Not bad. Not bad match there. NXT, all in all, very productive show. And then Ethereum body Kushida and various opponents. Versus Wolf, Eichner, and Bartel. Kushida win with the roll up. Um, And Walter would attack Kushida. Walter was hacked, and it was Kushida and Brazango beating the rest of Imperium, but not named Walter. And they basically laid waste to Kushida. And it's des- it seems like it's destined to see Walter versus Kushida at some point in time in UK. But that's effectively most of WWE. SmackDown, they, pretty much what they have on SmackDown, the main event's going to be Kofi and Brock for the title. Uh, we got Becky and Charlotte versus Bailey and Sasha. It's kind of the co-main there. That's going to be really your first two, your major two matches on SmackDown. Uh, this week. And Shane and Owens. They're now. Shane and Owens. The latter, man. Plus, 
Plus, it's the 20th anniversary of SmackDown, which they're going to show some love for that as well. And, yeah, that's really the premiere of SmackDown on Fox. That's really what they're building up here. And NXT next week, we got Undisputed Era versus Undisputed Era's Kyle Riley and Bobby, Bobby Fish versus the Street Profits. They're going to run it back, have their round three for the NXT Tag Team Championships. That's re- and then on Raw, we got Sasha versus Alexa, which is going to be a, should be a very good match. Oh, SmackDown actually ended, speaking of Sasha, it ended with Becky Lynch doing a promo, and then Becky Lynch uh, and Sasha hit with a good fight backstage. Ultimately, Sasha got the better of it, basically by using a cage up against Becky. And kind of playing off the hell in a cell, how you, she's going to be able to use the cell to her advantage against Becky. So I like the way they're building this. I'm actually looking forward to their hell in a cell match. I really am. That's really look at WWE. And then we have one more thing to preview, guys. AEW Dynamite. Yes. Do we know the card? And, yeah, yeah actually, you know, you know the card. I just saw the card. I just see the card. Yeah, it's Sammy Guerrero versus Cody. Okay. Oh yeah, I remember that. Could be good. AEW Women's Championship, Nyla Rose versus Riho. Okay, yeah. That's awesome. Kenny Omega and the Bucks versus Jericho and two mystery partners, presumably LAX. Mm. That'd be good. That'll be awesome. They just announced Hangman Page versus Pac. Mm-hmm. And MJF and Cutler. NHF versus Brandon Cutler, right. So. Who's the main event? We don't know. Um, it's definitely not I, MJF. I, no. I guess it'd be, Jer- I guess it'd be Jericho. I guess it'd be Jericho. Or Omega in the box versus Jericho and the two mystery partners. Probably LAX. Because I would think you're going to main event with your champion. I'd have to think. Like, like Cody would probably lead off the show. Like, Cody's match would probably go first. That's what they said. Cody would lead off the show. Right. I mean, like, he, yeah, he, he's effectively the founder. So, he's effectively the guy spearheading this whole deal. So, yeah, you figure Cody leads off. But I have to think it'll be Jericho. I have to think you made a bet with your champion on the first show. If it's yeah. not LAX and they go, f- like, who is a tag team that's available? Like, let's say it's not LAX. Who could be the surprise? Besties in the world. Dave Vega and that bitch it. That's the only that. other thing I could really think of who's available. Yeah, cause they, they wouldn't do Dark Order in this situation in this spot. So I, I have to. LAX makes the most sense. I feel like they might want to surprise us with some big act as their final segment for the show. Like LAX would be cool and people, but I think people expect that. And I'm wondering if they might just give everyone like a shocker, like right at the end, like, Oh, we got these guys too. That could be something. That's a thought. I can't think of anybody who it could be though. Cause I, I don't know. I, uh, Impact would be, it would, they'd be people coming from Impact or Ring of Honor. And I'm not aware of anyone's contract ending. There were some people in the chat were, were guessing, like, what, when's, when is Marty's contract end? Can he bring PCO with him? Can he bring Brody King? Like, if Jericho showed up with them, because they've been having, like, little little tiny things they've been saying. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the latest BTE. I think it was BET, or maybe it was the uh, AEW thing with Private Party, and okay. they had the comments coming up when they were talking, like, as if it were, like, a Snapchat or whatever. And they had, like, fake rappers and Mariah Carey and stuff like that. But they also had mm-hmm. Marty show up, and he said, all my friends are dead. And, and they've been going back and forth. Like, they said 
Marty's dead to them. So I kind of wonder, probably not going to happen, but it'd be pretty cool if Marty showed up with somebody. That would be interesting. That would be nice. You know, nephew with them. Uh, I don't know about uh, uh, Nick Aldis. Is, he's still with NWA. I don't think he's lost a belt there. But they, him and Marty feuded. Him showing up would be kind of interesting. If, if that's if he can't bring anyone from Villain Enterprises or maybe flip <laughs> somehow. Oh, uh, Marty's not even booked on death before Dishonor. Mm. That's surprising. That's Ring of Honor, though. They kind of are messing up left and right, so. <laughs> you think they could have, if, if Marty is rumored to go, you think there could be just be a thought like, oh, like, like they're going to keep this so far under wraps and then have that as the, yeah, that could be a big surprise. That would be a nice, real monster surprise to close the opening show. I mean, it's their first show. You're gonna to want to like shock people and like you want, just, yeah you you want a hook yeah right you want a signature hook to say this is why you want to be here and not NXT type mm-hmm. of hook like, like, you yes. want that kind of you want that kind of setup exactly yeah, and then and the that, rest of the card doesn't one. have that no yeah. right Marty like, is like, you know, not get for someone else for I, actually he is it's it's um he's booked against Cole Cabana on that show yeah. I, I feel like they're going to have to have like what the, the biggest things people want is what people want, but we probably won't get it is somehow they announce a, a, a joint venture with New Japan. Like, oh, all of a sudden G.O.D. shows up with Jericho or something crazy <laughs> like that. Not going to happen, but that's what people want. They want that would Marty. Be wild. If, if they did that, that, that would be wild. The things people don't want, they don't want Enzo and Kaz. Right, because like, that was rumored. They were like, they better not bring Enzo that, and Kaz. That's too soon. That's too soon for Kaz. Consider yeah. what, considering all the all the drama that happened with Kaz, like what last weekend or something. That, oh that, yeah, that's true. That's way too soon. You can't you can't do that yet. Yeah, he's out. So that's good for us. Yeah. And yeah, who right. needs help anyway? Right. So, yeah. So I'd rather Kaz get right before you can even like entertain the thought of him coming to AEW or wherever. Even though I think Cody's kind of like refuted over the last like what last like a year ago or so like. Enzo, there was no shot of Enzo coming on on All In or or, or a couple other AE, anything AEW stuff for now. So, well, they're so toxic right now. They're they're yeah. bad. But is there any tag team that like people just have not thought about that are out there? I can't mm-hmm. think of any. I don't yeah. watch Impact. I don't really I watch Ring of Honor. Very funny, Lucha Brothers, and they fucking run that again. But you know, yeah. Nah, I I can keep Lucha Brothers and, and Bucks away from each other for a while. They've had some good matches, but I can keep them away for a little bit. Yes, yeah, that that's that would that would be too boring. I think for TV, right. uh, even though it'd be a great match, it just you see I, I too, really saturated. It's too much. Yeah, I, and I think Jericho's going to surprise us. He's got surprises or something. I, right. You know, before they said Pac and uh, Hangman were going to have a match together, I was kind of thinking in my head it'd be interesting if Pac and Hangman. Because Hangman suffered that loss to Jericho, and they were kind of saying right. like how he wasn't hanging out with them, he wasn't talking to them. I was wondering, possible heel turn, and then him teaming with Jericho, and then Pac's already a heel. I thought that'd be a, an interesting team, is, is those became his mystery partners, but they're already in a match, so. Um, I think they still got plans for Hangman to be 
a champion real soon in AEW. It's just a matter of when, or if they build up, make a secondary title, uh, which I'm sure that they'll, I'm sure they'll do that. They need one. Right. I'm sure they're going to build it. I'm sure that they're going to make it happen um, before. I'll have to think before the year's out, they have a secondary title in place. Definitely. Probably midway through the year, they'll right. announce it and have a big tournament for it. Yeah. So plugs, everybody. Um, and we'll do our college and NFL pick of the week here. All right. So Twitter.com slash Beast Mike's where you'll find me. I will be hosting the Sports Blitz tomorrow evening, uh, 5 to 7 on the line, 90.7 FM. I produce the uh, State College Spikes uh, football – not, not Spikes, State College uh, high school team uh, game tomorrow night – or Friday night at, se- at 7 o'clock. I think it should start. Uh, it'll start an hour before the Penn State games. So I'll point it on the Nittany Lions and Maryland. Um Press one, press F or press one to press your, to pay your respects for Michigan after the slaughter that they took last week uh, about the hands of Wisconsin, and press one also for the Pac-12. Mike, uh, like also condolences to them as, as a conference as they got uh, basically their last rights and it got their business taken care of there. My pick of the week. I'm gonna try to to make this a little bit challenging. We're gonna stay in the Pac-12. USC is facing Washington. I'm going to go with the uh, the Huskies to get it done. I know SC just uh, just won their game last week against number 10 Utah. The Pac-12 basically continues to kill each other. It's cannibalism out there in the West. I'm going to go with the Huskies to get it done and cover the 10.5 against USC. Pro-wise, where do you have – what's your pick of the week there? All right, pro-wise. You're not picking the ball. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I do appreciate the Steelers for giving us a top ten pick, but uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. So the games I'm going to look at pro wise. Again, I'm going to look for a game that's got a little bit of a challenge to it, and not not just pick not just pick a layup, which perceived to be like like a uh, like the Texans and Panthers looks like it could be a layup, or Bucks Panthers is, is definitely a layup. I'm going to go to New Orleans. Saints versus Cowboys, Sunday night game. It's a good game, but Dallas doesn't. But New Orleans doesn't have Drew Brees. I'm going to take Dallas on the road to go to, to go to the House of Doom and beat a breezeless New Orleans Saints team. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. I think they're real. I really do. I think they're a legit team. Um, Greg, do you watch football? So, if you no, do, unfortunately, <laughs> I don't. Unfortunately, you don't, but. Mike, give us your social media handles. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at xmaserati. Uh, I don't really do much, but I retweet social suplex stuff. Or you can find me on social suplex's website, writing a few articles. I'm a little behind, but I have something in the works that I'm trying to get published. But that's where you'll find me. And then finally me, DJD Cooks Wrestle, DJD Cooks Music. Um, yeah. Um, I'm looking at Arizona State to pull off the upset this week against Cal. And that would really screw up the Pac-12 because Cal is the only undefeated um, Pac-12 team left. That would be such a Pac-12 thing to happen. As they basically, it's been capitalism that entire time. And the line's only at four and a half. So I like that line. So let's book that. 
And then Bengals Steelers Monday night. Oh, three teams going at it, baby. Bengals, you have one job. I repeat, Bengals, you have one job. At least I'm picking Cincinnati, even though. Even though I don't expect them to win, but yeah, I understand why you're picking the Bengals. Uh, picking the uh, the Bengals because the Steelers are just as bad as they do. Completely understand. Yeah. So. That will do it for getting the ring for Beast Mike and Greg. This is DJD Kooks signing off.